and this is episode three of the Fast Break Podcast. It's your boy, and as always, I got my guest with me, Chris. What's going on with you? What's happening? What's happening? And another day, another day. Been off for a couple weeks, but we've been kind of letting the season marinate, letting, if you know, things play out the way it's supposed to. We came out with our predictions, um, but most teams about 10, 11 games through, so we kind of seeing how things are playing out. Um, but it's definitely been crazy, crazy, what, two, three weeks of games now, so we got like eight or nine games playing tonight. So we have some a lot of, a lot of surprises to start the season, I'll say that, but definitely, definitely. I mean, it's been nuts. You know, everybody wanted Chicago to do what they've been doing because, you know, obviously everybody, well, mostly everybody that listens to this podcast probably from Illinois or got some kind of ties to it. So majority of our listeners are probably Chicago fans. But, you know, not being, you know, no no hometown stuff, but they've been kind of doing their thing. You know, they one of the teams I wanted to pick up on, you know, to start off with, but they – Second in the East, you know, they handled the Nets pretty, pretty handily. Uh, what was it, a night or two ago? So, mm-hmm. I mean, they they doing their thing. Like I told you earlier, DeMar uh, DeRozan, he looking like, you know, he get some MVP votes this year. So, yes, um, sir. yeah, Chicago's like one of the teams that's definitely surprised me. You know, I thought they was going to be good, you know, fourth, fifth seed. But, you know, to really? do what they did to the Nets the other night and then to be – Second in the East, I mean, they're doing a hell of a job right now. Yeah, like you just said, I thought they'd be like, you know, at the end of the season, like a fourth or fifth seed. Like, I thought they'd start off slow, but they starting off fast, and they only can get better with the chemistry going forward. So it's yeah. like – Well, they just got a lot of the – a lot of the guys make some noise yeah a lot of the guys that they've added they could go play anywhere and make teams better but the fact they all got together on one team um you know they just kind of really meshing the way they supposed to and i'm you know it's coming together a lot sooner than i thought it would so yeah put it like this the the way they've meshing is the way la wish they was meshing right now (laughs) for sure for sure another team that's you know got some issues you know lebron Came out today, and uh, the injury isn't as bad as it originally was said to be. And he said that rehab was going well, so he should be coming back, hopefully mm-hmm. before the timetable they originally put out there. Cause they said something about four to eight weeks, so hopefully it's on the shorter end of that. You know, hopefully three to four weeks, because they will not do too well without him in the lineup. I'm not. I don't have any faith in a Westbrook-driven <laughs> team or AD-driven team. Like they got the heat tonight, yeah. and I mean, you know, teams like that, you it's gonna be tough when you out there leading the league in turnovers. You know what I mean? Because the Heat, they don't, you know, they capitalize on stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, they they are looked at one of the top teams in the league, but they certainly have not been playing like it. Yeah, most definitely not. And I don't think Anyone. teams are really that scared of them, to be honest with you, especially with like- LeBron not out there. That's a, I feel like that's a recurring thing. I don't know what it has been about LeBron's career, but I just feel like people just, whenever they play him, they're not fear. They don't fear him the same way that like, I think Kobe they respect did. him, but like they just don't, yeah. you know, they don't, there's no fear out there. Like I said, especially with him not out there, ain't nobody got no fear that uh, AD or Westbrook at this point. And yeah, no, not at all. And then, especially but, Westbrook. Yeah, like you said, the way 
the type of player he is, people ain't scared of him the way they should be when they step it on. And not to say, you know, anybody gonna be scared of him, but like, you know, yeah. people you know, did not want to go out there and play, you know, the Kobe's or the Jordans of the world. I, I yeah. think it's a little bit different about Bronze. So, and I think is I think it's mainly because at this part of his career, they see, yeah, they like you said, they respect his game all that, but at the end of the game, they're not. They know that if they can keep it a close game at the end of a lot of LeBron games. I feel like a lot of teams feel like if it's close, they have a chance to win, and it's sad to say, but it's true. Just because, you know, like sometimes people call it a fault, you know, his decision making him passing the ball at the end of any game or whatever, you know, I won't although fault it may be that, the though. smarter. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I'm it, not going to fault him for that because it's, it's a smarter play. That's just who he is. That's just the type yeah. of player he is. And I just, I just feel go like get that's a bucket. People, he can go get a bucket. People, that's why people don't fear him as much because of that reason, but. In my opinion, but you know, we may be wrong, but it is some something about when people play LeBron, they just ball out. They just, I don't know. Yeah. But um to get yeah, into it, man. Uh we'll go over a little Ben Simmons update. The latest on Ben Simmons um that we know of is the attraction he's picked up with Boston, them are mm-hmm. potentially putting Jalen Brown on the um on the table. What you think about that? I mean, for Philly, it makes a lot of sense. A, a, a lot of moves. Philly needs to pull that trade. They pull for a lot of, yeah. yeah, they. It's a lot of people that like they can trade for other than like, which would never happen. But like, if they traded Ben Simmons for Russell Russell Westbrook or somebody like him, then that would be a good trade. But any superstar, other type of superstar that they trade for. I feel like would only make their team better, especially how they're playing now without him. So it's like they're they're still a they're number one in the East, right? Oh, Sixers. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're number one. I think the Bulls are number two. Uh, um, the number but, one team is Miami. Sixers are fourth. They are okay. No, they were just they. After that loss yesterday, they must have dropped down. I mean, they all, but, yeah. It's like I said, it's only ten games in the season, so they all like, yeah. like, like the top three teams is seven and three, and then Philly's eight and four. Yeah. So okay, yeah, they was just eight and three yesterday, so they was top of the league. But uh, but yeah, so it's like, given that they're still in a position that they're in without him, it's only gonna be a win for any superstar that they get, no matter. You know who they get because they're only going to make their team better at this point. I think Jalen Brown and Joel and B go crazy. Yeah, oh, for I think, sure. I think that's a yeah, decent yeah. dynamic to have. Plus, it's, it's, Tyrese, if uh, if if Maxie becomes a player, he's supposed to be and keeps having the nice yeah. he's having, like yeah, he's been playing big time. He had 30 31 last night. Yeah, Joel there. They almost beat uh, who they play last night? I forget. Uh, they had last night. Who did they have? I think they played. No, they didn't play Celtics. They played the Bucks, but they lost the last Bucks. night. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, but they barely lost them. It was a close game. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? They're having those type. They lost by nine points. If they're losing by nine points without Joel Embiid on the floor and without Ben Simmons on the floor, like, that just goes to show you the, not, I mean, not necessarily the depth that they have, but the type of team that they have. To where that, you know, if they had 
Joel and any other superstar. If they had Joel and Jalen Brown last night, they probably would have beat the Bucks by 30 points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm trying to get at there. So it's like you just can't him and, and Jalen Brown and Tatum is just too much of the same type of player. Like they you yeah. know, they play too similar and they practically play the same position. Like you just put one of them at shooting guard, another one at small forward, but at the end yeah. of the day, they both shooting guards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's where I feel like it it may work out for Boston too, but I can't say that in confidence without Boston got some work first. Do, man. Boston has yeah, some work they to do. yeah they they need Ben Simmons and first another, of all they need they need, they need to get man. rid of Jalen Brown because we all know they're not getting rid of Jason Tatum. If they got to pick one or the other, they're gonna pick Jason Tatum. So what they need to do Which is go crazy. ahead and move from Jalen Brown because they've already hit their ceiling together. They're mm-hmm. not gonna win a championship. Yeah, no, never. No, not gonna win a championship with them two on the team together. They'd be another in the long term. They'd be another Dame and CJ. Pretty the, much. I mean, great, the best, great the, duo. Yeah, great duo, but never gonna progress anywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the the they the speaking of they had it's they just chance. they too young. They got big egos, which they should. I mean, they both ball out. You know, it's nothing to them. They just ball out on the same team. It's just like it's just not gonna work. Yeah, I think uh, go ahead. it's just it's gonna be just like the off season come all star break and all that. I think we're gonna see a lot of big moves and a lot of big names between now and the all-star break. So, and I think Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons, they may be, you know, it may be one of the names, but we shall see. What you think about uh, some of these star players off to these slow starts? Um, Damian Lillard, uh, James Harden's another one. Um, yeah. There's been a few other ones out there, uh, but Damian Lillard's probably been the biggest one. I mean, he scored yeah. like, what, four points a couple nights ago? It's, it's definitely his shooting percentages are, I mean, like disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting yeah. to look at. Like, dang, gee, I even, I mean, shoot him if you got him, but dang, I, you know, see, he went like well, one for 15 one night. I got a couple, I guess, perceptions on that. Is one, one is the is the yeah. ball. They've been saying that something's about the ball. I was just about to say that. Because you know, they changed George, to the Wilson ball. I, as a shooter, for me, I play with the Wilson ball. I don't know if it's the same one that I didn't play with, but Wilson is one of the best balls I've ever played with. So, yeah, so I don't that's know what, what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I mean, I hoop, but I ain't. I'm not what, a hooper. What I, yeah, what I know, so what like I know of Wilson is things. that they are shooters. They are shooters' balls. So that's what I don't understand. But then again, like I said, on the NBA level, it could be a little bit different. They could alter it or whatever. I don't know, but I don't see them it making that big of a. Uh, I don't see it making that big of a change for people to where they shoot yeah, like this. No, for sure. <laughs> I think one of the another issue along with the. You know, maybe the ball is the new the way the rules are nowadays. You know, with the change. But that's basketball. How, how they, like everybody's played that type of hey. basketball at some level. You know, what I'm saying hey. it's just that they're implementing it now on a pro level, and now everybody plays differently. Like I get it, but at the end of the day, you shouldn't be shooting like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. By the way, I am too. That's why I'm, I had the conversation with my homie or Nate or whatever. He was talking about like why James Harden is struggling. This now, I was like, bro, honestly, to me, it's because a lot of his game 
revolved around getting those calls. You know, he was a master at that shit. You know, getting yeah, those no, under no the doubt. arm. No doubt. Know, it wasn't jumping into the, you. Yeah, you know, people blah, blah, this and that. hated it so because like, he slowed the game down. But like, he yeah, just learned how to trick the system. Yeah, the same like, way, the same way Kobe used to commit fouls when, like, in the zones where refs weren't looking and shit, is the same mm-hmm. way that you know James Harden learned how to use his body um, to, you know, to, to collect fouls over the course of a game. And then you know you look up and he's got forty points in the third quarter, and you know, damn near half of them is off uh, free throws. So, yeah. but yeah, like I said, it's tougher when they ain't giving you those same calls. You know, like. He he used to go through the lane and then he literally let go of the ball and just throw his arms up. You know what I mean? Yeah, just do throwing, not even, <laughs> don't even try to make that. the layup. They're not going yeah. for that. One, they want to speed the game up, and two, it's just bad basketball when you got you know when you're going through that. Like fans haven't liked it, mm-hmm. and I don't think refs too particularly like calling those tick for tack fouls like that. No, they don't, and it goes to show. I'm not sure if you was watching. I forget who the Nets were playing the other day. But James Harden, I was actually watching the game. James Harden, like, drove to the lane, and he did, like, one of those normal plays where he went up, you know, under the arms and did try to go for layup, but he actually got the foul call, Mm -hmm. which it was a foul. But after the call, he, like, threw his his hands up in celebration, like, oh, I finally got a foul, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can just tell that's that's a lot of his game. So it's like, I'm a firm believer, you know, He's been blowing me with his scoring the way he has. He's still been doing everything else right. But I think he'll adjust. But I don't know. He's making it harder and harder for me to believe that he will adjust with the way that he's playing. You know, it's like Kyrie. Yeah, Yeah. like Kyrie's not there. Yeah, like Brooklyn's not. They're in not a bad position, but they're not doing as good as they should be doing, even without Kyrie. They're going to need Kyrie if they're going to want to win that chip. For oh sure. hell yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, especially with the way Golden State playing. <laughs> yeah, they making me a believer this year. I mean, I've been a believer, but it's just like, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all back to playing like y'all ain't need Kevin Durant. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the what year was that? Four, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, was that the yeah. okay? Yeah. Whatever year it was before Kevin Durant got there, that's that's the way they back playing like that. Clay Thompson ain't even there yet. So, what do you but, think about this Jokic and Morris uh, situation? Oh man, hey, I like it. It's exciting. I like some yeah. physicalness. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody complaining about how soft the league is, this and that. But you know, granted, you know, given the situation, you know, everybody's trying to talk about Jokic, bogus, this and that. But like I was watching inside the NBA last night or whatever after the. In between the games, and more, stuff. yeah, like, but the Morris twins like got some Shaq's, plays like those over the course of, yeah, of their career. Like, like Shaq said, if you it's cool, you know, we can play dirty, but if you gonna pull a dirty play on me, don't turn your back on me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's no that don't don't turn your back. I'm gonna hit you. You know, that's yeah, the that's biggest no thing that everybody's complaining about right now. Oh, he hit him when his back was turned. Well, why he turned his back? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. It was just everything happened so quick, and then you know, like I ain't gonna lie, like that's probably how I would have reacted too. Like somebody hits you, and then they just instantly turn, like, yeah, I'm gonna have to push you, you know. I mean, like that's just how it goes. So, and then it don't help that you know these dudes are seven 
foot tall. You know what I mean? So it's everything looks exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> hey, you, did, you got these Serbians, you got get the Jokic brothers, the Serbs. You know they they out there in the crowd, like ready to pull it. You know at any time. We first heard about him last year when they, when I think Jokic had got into somebody and during the playoffs, yeah. and you saw like a picture of him, and they just as big as Jokic coming down. Bro, they look, they look even muscular. more fit. Yeah, they look even yeah. more fit. I seen the yeah. article today. One of them had an MMA fight, like a, I think, <laughs> and one, yeah, yeah, both of them low key have MMA backgrounds. Man. But yeah, it's like in that situation, who they're arguing with, y'all are like. You know, NBA, you know, this and that players. Them boys, I don't know if they got the Yeah, league. it's a fluke that Jokic got in the league. But these dudes, they they, they ain't no hooping. They, not, they, they, they do not hoop. I feel like, I feel like if, they, if the circumstances were there, they going to run on that court oh, and protect their brother. You key, know what I'm Jokic being who he is, I think they got enough respect for him that they he yeah. got to give the, he gotta get the word. Yeah, no, he's definitely he got to get a word. Yeah, no, he's gonna tell him like right now. I'm sure they went home last night and they had the conversation. He's like, yeah, you know, blah blah. They got tickets to the next game. Yeah, I know y'all got. (laughs) Yeah, they gonna be at every home, every game. But he like, I know y'all got my back, but uh, you know, don't don't do nothing stupid. You know, (laughs) basically like. But best believe when they play uh Miami again or even the Clippers. They're going to be there. They're going to be courtside. So it's going to be interesting to see. I I hope, you know, nothing, you know, violent or anything too detrimental happens. But the drama. Yeah, it's nice to have. It's good to see. It's nice to have it around. It's nice to have, you know, otherwise. Oh, you know, it is. But, you know, good thing that both players are, you know, decent. Morris ain't get hurt too bad. Um, he, got, he got like some whiplash or whatever. Yeah. Other than that. Thank you. Man, we're we going to get into it. Dang. Let me my nose on the mic. We're going to get into it. Uh, You know, kind of go through the wire of all these teams. Some of the, uh, like I said, we they about 10 games in. So, um, <laughs> go through the Eastern Conference a few teams and the Western Conference a few teams and just talk about some of the, you know, the ups and downs of, in in the ins and outs of uh, you know teams that have been hot or not. So um in the Eastern Conference, we're gonna start with AD uh ATL. They're a bottom three team in the East, four and eight, as hot as they was towards the end of the season. Like what's going on? I, I'm pretty sure they they I'm pretty sure they started out like this last year too. Like yeah. nobody saw them coming and then they just got hot towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's surprising to see the way they're starting off the year because I thought that they would, you know, carry over from what they had going. But it's, I guess, I haven't really watched too many other games. I watched it's when they played the Trae Warriors Young, the other day. Trey Young, Trey Young, uh, John Collins, oop, Trey Young, Trey Young, Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally all it is. Uh, Clint Capella put back. Is is one of those type of styles that they they need to find a way to have a little more diversity because even though they have all these different weapons that can do these things, they're they're, they're predictable, you know. 
And they so, got Cam Reddish. They need to start utilizing him more. They've been talking about putting him out there in trades, which if they do that, they're going to get, you know, some form. But at the same time, they need to realize what they got. What they don't want them to do is go to the next team and ball out way better than he ever did, you know, with them. So, yeah, for sure. To, hey, he's, to definitely, out. he's definitely one of those players. He just kind of, you know, to put in kind of comparison, like the Kuzma situation. Mm-hmm. He was a decent player. Cam Reddish is a great player. Decent, not great player. Decent player too. And, you know, it may just be one of those situations where their his talent is not being reached to his full potential because of what motherfuckers like Kevin Herter. You know, nobody expected. I mean, I didn't expect Kevin Herter to be that decent. You know, so like the fact that he's playing the way he's playing, he kind of came and took the spot that Reddish was supposed to have. You know, what I'm saying like. Kevin heard this only was his sophomore year. He got it. He got the sophomore. Extent, he got the extension already. Yeah. <laughs> you pay um, that man. Like it's, just, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they kind of surprised me. Like I said, they started off this way last year, so you know this is kind of way they do. Um, but the East got better, so it's gonna be tougher to kind of do what they did last year. They're gonna have to get it together a little sooner than later because they can't just figure out last minute. But they want them teams on, that if they get into the playoffs, that they could, you know, upset a few teams yeah. here and there. Speaking of how they were playing too, like at the end of the year, how well they were doing, they were doing all that without Cam. Cam was injured, so that might be even more reason that they might trade them. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, hey, we don't, we know you can be this much better of a player, but we already got our system working, and yeah, you may fit it, but we don't want to get rid of. Kevin Herter, you know, anybody like that because we just paid that man, so yeah, we'll we'll let you branch out, send you somewhere <clears throat> to the mix. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, you, know you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, that, uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's another topic. But yeah, he might be good. He's definitely. I, I would hate to see him like, uh, you know, just buried into the background of what you know, like other people's success or what they got going on. Right. Not even like a superstar player, just like, you know, no disrespect to Kevin Herter, but being thrown in the background because you were injured and Kevin Herter, uh, you know, he had a good year and shit, so he got the contract and you didn't. Yeah. We're going to see what Atlanta does, man. Like I said, they they usually end better than they start. So, but like I said, the East got better, so they're going to need to, they're going to need to pick it up. You know, like I said, they got they 12 games in, so they getting into a good portion of their season here. Um, Indy, Boston, Milwaukee, all teams under 500. Uh, that's tough, man. All teams that made the playoffs, yeah, all teams that made the playoffs last year. So I think Milwaukee obviously, Milwaukee obviously will pick it up, but I kind of expected Indiana to be a little bit better. And then, you know, Boston's have been having their issues. You know, we, they've been kind of putting it all yeah. out there on front street. But um, who is surprised? Marcus, Marcus Smart calling them out. Milwaukee. What is going on with Milwaukee, fam? I uh, didn't even know that they were doing that bad until I looked at the standings yesterday. I'm like, what? If the playoffs started right now, Milwaukee would not be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Granted, I wouldn't start talking about. I wouldn't start taking that into consideration to probably twenty games in to they probably play a four for the season, but it's definitely something to look at. Oh, you know what I mean? At this point, oh, the reigning champs. <laughs> at this point, they ninth in the East. Like I said, they 
five and six, so they barely, you know, they they just a little bit under five hundred. But I mean, they've been. I don't know, man. They'd be all right. They'd be all right. They just got to get their groove back. Chris Middleton got to get in his groove. Giannis is, you know, he's going to do what he do. And I think teams yeah. kind of, they kind of know how to play him a little bit better this year because they really haven't made any changes. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just a little bit better to game plan for them. But they're going to get it together. I think Boston is going to end up doing something to that team and they ain't going to be able to recover. They might make it to the playoffs. But they won't mm-hmm. really be a factor. And then Indiana, they'll probably pick it up somewhere and start being a little bit more consistent. It'll probably be yeah. like a seventh to eighth seed. Oh, no. I don't think they it's like going back to our last podcast when we said who's gonna make the playoffs, uh, or who's not gonna be in the playoffs as it was last year, man. I can say a few teams right now yeah. at this point. Because, I mean, I didn't expect the Lakers or Washington to be doing what they're doing, and even with the teams that we just mentioned that aren't in the playoffs right now that were last year, I don't know if, you know, they'll pick up and I guess sort of say like put those two teams up. I think Washington and Bulls are going to be certified playoffs teams this year. Yeah, and that's and what so, I was going to get to is the top half of the of the Eastern Conference. You got Cleveland and Washington in the top five yeah, of the Cleveland. East right now. Now, like Cleveland, I said, Mike. everybody's pretty much, you know, like I said, the top three teams are seven and three, I, I think I said. So, you know, yeah. they're all tied for first or right there, you know, together. But just yeah. for them to be doing that well this early in the season, I mean, that's that's something to look at. Yeah, you know, obviously they had Colin Sexton get hurt within the last week or two, so they've been playing without him. Um, mm-hmm. But Garland and Jared Allen, who's just Eastern Conference Player of the Week, I think a week ago, um, mm-hmm. been out there balling it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, numbers. Yeah, the, what's called Darius Garland been balling too. Yeah, and, oh yeah, and they and the Cavs, like, and the Cavs front office are if they had a pick, they are gonna pick Garland over Sexton. Yeah, and it's like I want to say like you know a lot of things be put in perspective. You know, as far even though it's early in the season, a lot of people are like, well, they've only played such and such and blah blah this and that, but Cleveland is like one of those teams that. You'd be like, well, they only been playing Cleveland and you know, blah, blah. So it's like, so for them to have that record, they've obviously been beating. They can just you know, win those. They can just win those trap games. Like they are, they a scrappy team. Yeah. So if you get yeah. in a dog fight with them and give them a, a way in, they gonna, you know, they gonna yeah. put in the door just, and possibly, you know, they just lost. A, they open. just lost a tough one tonight. Not sure if he was watching the game or not, but. Uh, it came down to the wire between them and Washington, uh, 93-92. Kyle Kuzma hit the game winner oh, from three. Okay, yes, I see it. 97-94. Yeah, no, okay, 93 yeah, my bad, so yeah. So, and then Ricky, but, yeah. Ricky Rubio just had a, uh, a hell of a game the other night. I forgot he was on. I forgot he played for the Cavs yeah, until he had the night that he had. 37? Yeah. He had, like 20, eight, he had 20 eight. tonight. Eight, eight for ten for the three, like what? Bro, he had twenty tonight. Where, where did he come from? It'd be crazy because you see games like that. It is. I don't know. I just see a lot of like point guards having great games, and then I just look at it like, damn, the Lakers could have got anybody, any one of them. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> any Bro, you imagine Rubio. Rubio would have been nice with the Lakers. Yeah, him and him and Rondo would have been a nice swap out. Mm-hmm. But you know that's that's another topic. We'll get there in the Moving episode. On to the Western Conference, like I said, I just wanted to cover a couple of teams in the East. Moving on to the Western Conference, 
on the bottom half of the Western Conference, the Pelicans are one in ten. They don't have Zion. He they don't really have a timetable when he's coming back. They just keep saying two to three weeks out, and then it gets two to three weeks, and they just push out another two to three weeks out. Yeah, I think Brandon Ingram's injured right now too, ain't he? Uh, I'm not I don't sure. think he hasn't been playing the last few games. At least the games that I've like tapped in for a second, watched him for a second to see what was going on. He hasn't They're been in the game so. tonight. And... Yeah, so I feel like that may be a big reason. I think Brandon Ingram has been injured the last yeah, few games. Yeah, I haven't paid too much attention to him, but yeah, I mean they just out there playing with value, Valus Eunice. And, uh, and, and your boy uh, and Graham, <laughs> your boy Devonte, Devonte Graham. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Be he out there? Yeah, it's man. He good. He, he's a solid. He's a solid bench player. <laughs> you know, starter not point your guard. starter, not your starting point guard. Yeah, they are the he's he's nothing more than a, a what a, a Patty Bills type of player. We'll put it like that. If he can come off the bench, he'd, he'd look greater than what he does look like coming as a starter. And that's not a knock. You know, well, he's a good ain't shit without Brandon Ingram and Zion because they're getting their ass beat by the Thunder by almost 20 points right now. Yeah. yeah. So this would be the Thunder. It's the Thunder third. bad, but then you just, it's just another level of bad that it shows you that New Orleans is right now. So. <laughs> not looking good for New Orleans. If you Zion's camp right now, you probably telling them to just let this get as ugly as it can so that you can get the hell up out of there. And then uh yeah. is gonna set a team and probably go to sure. Vegas or Seattle because New Orleans has had Anthony Davis didn't work out, and Zion Williamson, who is one of the most marketable players, you know, says social media and all that since you know, in like- a long time. And they haven't been able to get it right with either one of them. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta get up out of here. Exactly. Even going back to like the year that uh forget what it was, but the you know, Pelicans was in the playoffs with uh Cousins and Anthony Davis. You know, yeah. I forget who got injured first, but you know, basically I know Anthony Davis was playing that series against the Warriors and they was they was doing all right. Like every game they'd be in it until the fourth quarter or so and Stephanie would just take off. But it's just like the fact that y'all had that right there. Yeah, it's just the and time then, like the next the yeah. next coming year or two, I think it was, y'all trade, y'all just trade it all away, you know, restart everything all over, you know. And yeah, y'all need to go and move that team. Like you said, Vegas, I think that'd be a dope location considering they just got their football team. So it'd be they they'd be lit coming in with a basketball team too. Yeah, they'd be on fire. Yeah, I'm calling it so, now. Zion leaves, that's happening next. So and um, you know where I said he's going. Yeah, you know. he's going to be the savior. I don't know about the savior, that might be a loose term, but I definitely feel like New York Knicks is his number one spot if he goes anywhere because they have a nice program right now, even with, you know, Julius Randle being a fucking, he's a four two, but he could easily slide over to the three. Oh yeah. Most definitely. You know, so and like, I just feel like they, they'd have a, they'd have a good thing going. Like Zion would definitely take them over the top. I feel like they had a good year last year too, speaking on like, you know, the Hawks and everything like that. 
That's who they lost to was the Hawks. And if they had a player like Zion last year, they wouldn't have lost to the Hawks. That's all I'm saying. They're off to a good start this year, too. So Zion leaves room for improvement. Also, I just feel like Portland gets a little worse every year. Just like just a little worse. Like not big anyway, like to where they just, you know, fall off the face of the Western Conference, but they just get a little worse every single year. This is probably the worst that they've gotten over the years, but yeah, definitely me. I mean, what's crazy? Granted, they made good to... moves. Like they had Melo, they have got uh, Covington. Like I thought, mm-hmm. they was moving in the right direction. You know, not to make a championship run or nothing, but just you know, little slight stuff here and there to make them decent. But they just seen injuries a little worse every single year. Injuries too, man. Yeah, I feel like that like one the year same dudes thing. get hurt. Nurkish gets hurt every year. Yeah, and then like. Dame some has some lingering injury. CJ plays through something, you know, and then they end up, you know, having a subpar playoff season. So they need to blow up that team. They definitely, as we were saying against everybody, they reached their peak with that core, you know, together right now. They they reached their their peak, and I I don't think no other star player would come there to like create a big three right now so it's like the only option i see them having is to just blow it up and restart i used to say that you know them getting uh kevin love would have been a good idea but i think it's two three years uh yeah past that move you know what i mean when the idea was fresh it would have been it would have been a great move but yeah now it's like ah that's kind of played out and y'all just need to kind of you know, do something else than what y'all been doing. So they kind of, they just kind of tough to watch because, like I said, they just get just a little, like, it's not anything subtle where you can, like, if you haven't been watching, you would have noticed. But if you've been watching them every year, it's just like, y'all just, just not it this year. They just need like, to go. Which I was last year. They just need to go and take the route that OKC took with getting Russell and Paul George about it there. Trade their two star players, getting hella draft picks. And rebuild. It's a lot of talent coming out in the near future. So, you know, they got to, they got to, you know, think about that. So I just feel like that may be because they're not going to, like I said, no third superstar. Who's gonna, who can they trade for right now? Nobody wants that's going to make their team better. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants to go up to Portland, to be honest with yeah. you. You know, at, at this point, especially how Dave started off the year, you know, blah, blah, this and that. And that's, Another thing, too, I don't know. I'm a firm, not a firm believer, but I'm a slight believer that Dave is just kind of like just trying to low key play his way out of there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Like, just because you know, here, the whole, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to, he's like, what he's saying is, I don't want to be here, but if I play yeah. bad, y'all might not want me here. So then I got to get up out of here. <laughs> You know, because the whole narrative, you know, this couple years back, was it like two two years ago that he came out and was like, yeah, I, don't, I ain't one of them, you know, go join a superstar, this and that, you know, on the like. Yeah, I think he might, if he does, though, I think he wants to go somewhere. He just doesn't want to go there. And I mean, I don't blame him. Like, you, you don't get, yeah. to, you don't get to be you when you play behind LeBron. Yeah, no, you know for sure. I mean? for like, sure. you take, like, yo, yo, ego. But at this point, though, at this point in his career, he playing beyond. If he was there instead of Russ, he 
it wouldn't be the same conversation that they're having on, you know, like first take undisputed and stuff like that. Because what's, I mean, um, I'm under Miller the impression that if he left, if he left Portland, he would want to go to New York. Yeah, no, this, I think New York is one of those most attractable destinations right now for any type of superstar that makes a trade just because Julius Randle, I mean, he's, He's a star. I don't know if he's quite reached superstar level. No. But any superstar that gets traded there is going to be their team, you know, and that's New York, Madison Square Garden, that's a huge market. Like, who isn't going to want to, you know, go be that guy there, especially they're doing good right now. So you can go help them, and y'all can potentially, you know, make some noise by the playoffs, get some chemistry built, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it could be something, you know, man, I don't see the Knicks trading for anybody and winning a championship this year unless they made a No, this would be a tough, be a tough team. Like, they just may be a tough team to make it tough on some of the good yeah. teams in the East. Might win but a series. them trading for a superstar this year, though, getting a high-caliber player there would only help their offseason. They should be a team to go after Jalen Brown. Yeah, they, they should, should be, be able. They should be a. You know, that would be a real good pick. But I'm firmly, like I said, the one guy that I know they're probably gonna go for. That I know wants to go there because of that boy RJ. Yeah, Zion, and then I just say that'd be it'd be a good fit for him. Yeah, I think they gotta, it's I, box it's a lot, office. It's a lot of it's a lot of people who, if the situations don't end up well, they might they gonna have an eye towards New York. It just depends on what they have to give up for him. Or less that he holds out, and this is Zion. This is last year before his rookie contract. Nah, he's got probably two more years. They'll let him finish his contract, and then he'll. I think he got like one year, if any, because this is Zion third year, and your rookie contract's only what four years, right? Four or five years, yeah. Yeah, so you know, that's okay. If Zion holds out, he stays in New Orleans this year, then as a free agent this summer or whatever. I see him. I see him either if he's a free agent, I got to check into it. If he's a free agent, I definitely see him signing. And if he's not, then I see even with it being his last year in his contract, him getting traded. You know, to in my mind, like I said, I'm standing firm. I think New York is where he's going to end up, if anywhere. I can't really think of any other situation right now I can see him in. But that's just me not thinking outside the box, you know. The league is crazy. Free agent in twenty twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, so he got he got one more year. Then. So yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely because I don't see even if he does come back this year, the way the Pelicans are off to their start. There's no point even if him and Brandon Ingram come back playing lights out. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> You're not even making the playoffs no more. Hell no. One in ten, you over with. Yeah, you about to lose brother. this one. You going one in eleven? You know what I'm saying? Like it's over with. You might as well just call it what it is. Like you said, the Pelicans gonna get ready. Going, you moving to Vegas or Seattle or I think, yeah, I Vegas know. and Seattle. Yeah, they're only two destinations right now for a team. I think. But um, but yeah, man. I don't know. But I would love to see Zion in New York. I don't know why, but I would love to see it. I think it'd be good. Um, and then, like I said earlier, like I was going back to earlier, going slide Cam Reddish out there. 
They hey, go they gonna have fun. They gonna have play fun. over in New York. They all hey, they would all fit too if they put the right pieces around them. Yes, sir. That, and that's that's what I was getting to. If he could sign as a free agent, it'd be a little better because I'm sure they would have to give up a lot to get him. Yeah. So uh, you don't want to, you know, detriment the chemistry too much. But at the end of the day, as an organization, Zion has a long, foreseeable future. It's his third year in the league. If y'all can get him there, get him in shape. Get him under three hundred pounds. Yeah, you gotta get under that weight. <laughs> yeah, he does. For the way he plays, yeah, he needs to holler at LeBron and holler at see what his workout regimen is. So, but yeah, I, I think that they could have him, Julius Randle, and RJ, and whoever, Kimba, whatever else, you know, blah blah blah. I think that they could be a solid little team. They could make some noise as soon as next year, type shit. Um, don't get Zion. Zion, the short time he's played, he's averaging 27 for his career already. That's nuts. His big ass trying to slam that. His down. big ass rebounding and dunking that mug. He's going to rebound and dunk the hell till he break his ankles because he can't <laughs> support the motherfuckers. Uh, moving on to the top half and the last team I wanted to get to in the West, Dallas. Seven and three. I think they are, what are they? Third in the West? Third in the West right now. Are they a team that's, you know, going to remain in the top few teams or do you think they're going to fall off within, you know, the course of the season? Should they be a team we should be worried about? No. Uh, no. Not even with the current roster. They got to make some major changes. I just feel like, I don't know, they're good. But they've always been good. They've always been a solid team. I'm not sure what their schedule's been like, who they've been playing, but hey, well, they're getting bezeled right now by the Bulls, which I am super happy to see. So hey, okay. um, see, that's what I'm saying. So those seven wins, who did they win against? You know what I'm saying? I gotta look at that first. But definitely no. Just because yeah, I look I at teams so like I think Porzingis gets hurt sometime in the season, they fall off. They put too they much weight anybody. on. They put too much weight on Doncic. Then he, you know, he, he using his usage all the way up, and you know, over the course of the season, like you saw with James Harden and Houston, it just wears on you. So I just don't think you know because you look at on, on him that heavy is gonna do well for him. Yeah, because I look at other teams like all right, I'm looking at Dallas. Yeah, they're number three. I look at teams like the Clippers and the Lakers, for instance. They're not going to be seventh and eighth come the end of the season. Right. They're gonna. I think both of them. I don't know what's the story on Kawhi right now. What's going on with him? But the Lakers are for sure by the end of the season. I think they'll be a top four seed, and the Clippers probably will be too. So that, in my opinion, pushes Dallas you know, towards the bottom eight. I'm sure there'll be a playoff team, but they may mess around and be a, like a play-in team, you know? Right. So we'll see. Man, you know, that's not a knock. That's another topic. Like, I think, you know, they got a good thing going. They're trying to build around Luka. But I don't know, unless they have, like, one of the they years need that more. Dirk had, they need more. They, they need more. They're not gonna. Luca's gonna have a great. They would have been a career. really good team. They would have been a really good team to have picked up Lonzo. 
Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Everybody talks about Luca being a point guard, and he he is, he can be, but I want to see him play not so much point guard. I want him to have a real point guard and see what that's like because I think we see the best Luka Doncic playing Mm -hmm. when he doesn't have to be point guard. Yeah, he can be. Like I said, he he's he's a LeBron type. He's a point forward. You know what I mean? Like he can do that, but he shouldn't be. Your main point guard, I don't think. Not to win yeah. championships. Yeah, no, no, yeah, not at all. When it yeah, when it comes down to championship time, yeah, he needs to be able to where he can play without the ball in his hands. He can push it off to you know, like what the Lakers think that they have in Russell right now for LeBron, you know. Yeah, LeBron, he'll LeBron, Luca, they'll handle the ball in those times they need to, but throughout the game, they need that primary ball handler that could take the pressure off of them because right now everybody that plays them they ain't gonna do shit but prepare triple luca and then hope that he doesn't lob it up in the lane for somebody yeah Yeah. or you know they're gonna double pressure on and try to get in his head for him to like have one of those games as he does he tries to take over every game you know what i'm saying so and uh, that, that just does nothing but work against you in the end, especially when it comes to the playoffs, especially in the West. <laughs> the West is not – I mean, I can't even say – The West is unforgiving, man. The West is unforgiving. You fall behind, it ain't – it's not a given that you can catch back up. It don't matter, you know, how good you are. you seen the – you seen the Lakers. They was, what, an eighth seed a couple of years ago? Last year. Last, was that last year? Yeah, that was last year. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it just tells you, man, once you get behind, like it's tough to play catch up in the West. It's tough to play catch up anywhere in the NBA, but especially in the West, just because you know, the league is more so top heavy out it's there. Ever been. I will yeah. say that. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's only gonna get better. Cause like I said, there's more and more talent coming in in the near future. So that's quick, quick. Subject change the boy Imani Bates, so oh yeah, looking nice, looking yeah. nice down there in Memphis. Yeah, we'll leave that, that for like the next, down the next episode. Though. Yeah, so we'll leave that for a day. We're gonna touch up sure, on that. We gonna, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna catch the last little half of these first games, and you know, the Lakers play tonight, so I'll probably catch them playing the Heat. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate y'all for listening. Another episode number three. Like I said, we were just going down through the teams, through the wild, you know, some of the stories, some of the headlines of uh, these teams, you know, through the first 10 games of the season. So, uh, going through the contenders and the pretenders, you know. Pretenders and pretenders, you know what I mean? So, we're going to see what's going on. We'll be live next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, man, appreciate our listeners. Appreciate everybody in the group. Chris, you, anything? Now, sir, let's just continue to develop. Everybody, I hope y'all stay safe out there. Have a happy holidays. That season is upon us. Yeah, start it. All right, man. What's the next time, man? Keep that mom mentality, man. We out. We out.